Yuma Dafei. Today's the yard side of my Chashva mother, Ruspas Mordechai, who was only 49 when she was Nifter. She dedicated her entire life for Torah and Chesed. And I want to thank the dozens of people who wrote in emails wishing that her Neshama should have an Aliyah. Today's email is from Peretz Rappaport. He writes, I just wanted to share that you are 100% correct when you say that people that are learning Dafyoyimi are more likely to learn while traveling. Yesterday, while my flight was delayed for an hour, I was happy that I had some extra time to learn the Daf. It hit me that I, along with most people, feel annoyed when your flight is delayed. Yet, since joining the Daf, I can honestly say that I was happy to have the opportunity to learn. To sum it up, the way you act becomes the way you feel, and that's why it's so important to be part of a movement such as MDY, where no matter how hard it is to learn that day, or perhaps you didn't feel that you understood the Indian properly, and then just trying changes who you are and how you feel. I want to thank the whole MDY team for all the hard work that goes into every single share. May the Neshama of Ruzbas Mordechai have an Aliyah sincerely, Peretz Rappaport. So the Gemara brings back the period of Yochanan and Hananiah. If all the Avaidas of the Shivasimei Miluim are Ma'akiv, in other words, if you don't do one, you have to start all over the Shivasimei Miluim. The Gemara proves that it's Rabbi Yochanan that holds that they are Ma'akiv, because Rishlakish asks, since they're Ma'akiv, shouldn't they be Ma'akiv by the Kohen Gadol? And Rabbi Yochanan didn't say they're not Ma'akiv. So you see that Rabbi Yochanan agrees that every single Avaidah is important to the Miluim, and if you miss one, you have to start over. Chanania holds that the only ones that are important are the Avaidas that are Ma'akiv Ladaris for the future generations. So where's the Nafkimina? Gemara brings a lot of Nafkiminos, and it seems like everybody agrees to all these Nafkiminos. There's different Amorayim to different ones. For instance, smicha, leaning on the head of the animal. Since it's not really ma'akev, if you don't do so, then you have a kapara, but it's not the best kapara. So therefore, Rabbi Yechonon will hold that it's still ma'akev by Meluim. Rabbi Yechonon will hold it's not ma'akev. Tenufa, lifting up the chazir shaykh, waving in different directions like we wave a lulav, or sometimes even the animal itself, you lift up, you wave. Again, it's not Ma'akiv in future generations, so according to Rabbi Yechanan, it will be Ma'akiv by Miluim. According to Rabbi it would it. Prisha, this idea of sequestering the Kayim for seven days. According to Rabbi Yechanan, if you don't have full seven days, it's Ma'akiv. According to Rabbi not. Rebbe Begadim, wearing the Shmaina Begadim, the eight garments of the Kayim Gadol, all seven days. Meshicha, anointing the Kayim Gadol every single one of the seven days. It's not ma'akev. In other words, you need at least one day, but you don't need seven consecutive days. The Pasuk says, Shivas Yomim Yilbashem. So we learn a hekesh from the Rebbe Bugadim to Meshicha. They're the same. They both need seven days, but the Torah is Memaid. And that tells us that just like Levishas Bugadim, you need seven days, so too Meshicha. Now there's two parashias in the Torah. One of them is called Tzava, where Gosh commanded Moshe Rabbeinu what to do for the Shiva Simei Milu. Then there's the parasha of Asiyah, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu actually did. In the parasha of Asiyah, it's brought down at least one thing that's different, and that is, in the Chayshan, it says there was an Urim V'tumah. Now in the parasha of Tzava, the Torah says, Kacha, it has to be exactly so. So since we don't have the word Kacha on the Urim V'tumah, we have to come on to Xer Shava. There's the word Pesach over here, the word Pesach over there, and that, that makes the eco of its ma'akev to have the urmatum. Rabbi Shamshi says, I learned from the word ushmartem, that it's ma'akev. Ravashi says, kichain suvesi, means that everything in the parsha must be done as so. On the eighth day of Miloy, Moshe Rabbeinu says, kichain suvesi. He told Aaron and his sons that you must eat the mincha, even though a oinain 
and Moish and Aaron and his sons were ironing him because they lost Nadav Avi. Typically, Aaron cannot eat kachim. But Shabbat said, "Because Shabbat gave me a special commandment that you should eat the mincha." And then the Torah goes on to say that Moish Rabbeinu was really upset that they burnt Aaron and his sons burnt the chatos. They didn't eat part of the chatos. He says, "Didn't I tell you they supposed to eat the chatos kasher tzivesi?" And Aaron explained to Moish Rabbeinu that the chatos is different than the mincha. Chatos is for future generations. And it's different. And Moshe Rabbeinu agreed to Aaron Akrayim. And he says, but nevertheless, even though you're not supposed to eat the chatos, but you were supposed to eat the mincha, I also want you to eat the shlamim. And that he said, Kasher tziva Hashem, I'm not saying it myself. This I heard from the Rabbani Shalom. It's not like the mistake I made with chatos. Rather, you're supposed to eat from the shlamim, even though you're a'inam. Now, it doesn't mention that Moshe Rabbeinu put on the trousers. He gave them all the shlamim, the begadim, but not the trousers. What happened to the trousers? Sigmar says we learn now from the word vizeh, this extra vav, vav moisav alin rishon, two things. First of all, that Moshe Rabbeinu did put on the trousers. And second of all, this is Yisarein, this is the minchas chinuch, the inauguration of every, of every kind requires a minchas chinuch, an Yisarein of a mincha. Now, this machloik is exactly how these clothing were put on. One thing is certain, the Moshe Rabbeinu put on the clothing onto Aaron Akai. The question, or the machloikis is, did he put on the belt, the avnet, on Aaron? And only after that did he start putting on the clothing to the rest of the sons, all four other sons, including other Vavu. Or perhaps he only put on Aaron the clothing, but he did not put on the belt. He put on the rest of Aaron's children, all their clothes, and then he put on all five belts, one after another, and that's considered as if he put them on in one shot. The Torah says, and it says, So on the one hand, it seems like Moshe Rabbeinu put on Aaron Akain's belt, and then he dressed the rest of the sons. And on the other hand, it says, that he put on all their belts together. So according to the Mando Amar, which we're going to discuss today, that all the belts went on together. So then why does it say, that he put on just Aaron's belt? To teach us that Aaron's belt, the Kain Gola's belt, is different than their belts. Aaron's belt is Shatna's, and the other ones are made out of flags. According to the Manoah, it says that first he put on Aaron's belt. And then he dressed the rest of the boys, the sons. And then he put on their belts. So why does he say Oisam? It says if he put on all the belts together to teach us that according to this Manoah Amar, their belts were all shatnas. Have a wonderful day.